0: Hello, welcome into the Desktop GM's Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your reluctant host, Anthony Maldonado, joined as always by third place, Brandon Murphy. How are you doing, sir?
1: Ready to care about regular football again.
0: Yeah, there's a huge weight lifted off everybody's shoulders. Uh, And then, uh, not sticker bitch, the commissioner himself, Mr. Taylor Strick. How are happy, you?
2: Uh, I'm good. Mixed emotions, happy and sad it's over. Happy you lost, but sad I must have
0: played. I am well. Let's well, hey, I'm jumping right into. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> worst things or best things. Mine has to do with both, so it doesn't matter.
1: Same here.
0: It's freaking over. Okay, the the season is over. It's done, and I never have to – nope, that's not true. I have to hear about it all the time. But (laughs) I never have to speak about it. I never have to speak about it ever again after tonight. At least until one of us
1: has to put stickers up. Oh, my gosh.
0: This is uh, uh, a position I literally never thought I'd be in. So there's that. And I know it makes that so much sweeter for everybody else.
2: It's so yeah. I'm thinking, okay, it's been 13 years. You whiny little bitch. You deserve it.
0: This coming from someone who's never got last place either. So.
2: I know. I, I had to use the stupid license plate that I got last. Oh, damn. That's it was ridiculous. like four years ago, I think.
0: Oh, I forgot about the license plate. Uh, Charlie I think I still, it. No, still have it. Does he still have it? Charlie still has it. He never even oh. it. So Matt went a whole year without having it to use it.
2: If Charlie doesn't listen, I'll shoot him a text make sure he remembers. He doesn't
0: listen. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, my best and worst thing. Uh, The best thing, this season is finally freaking over, and uh, that's a great thing. And my worst thing, well, that's pretty obvious. I mean, (laughs) the worst part about it was I actually had – we'll talk about it later, depth. I I had uh... hope. I had a little bit of hope. And what was the point? It's
2: it's almost worse. Like, if you're blown out, you know, you just give up. Then it gets your emotions up, and you're excited. You're like, yeah, and then it shits on you.
0: I will, I will. When we get to that game, I will go through all of my emotions during the entire matchup. Because I swear, they, they were up and down, and um, it, was, it was horrible. But uh, yeah, no, I guess best thing, Texans are playing a playoff game this Saturday in primetime. How about that? Texans get a primetime game sure. against the Colts, win, and you're in the playoffs. So this is essentially a playoff game for them. Um, so yeah. that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Just like our league, be...
1: you went from potentially the worst team in the league to making the playoffs, eh? Hey?
0: Yeah, that's, that, he, they went the, the Charlie and Matt route. Um, so let's uh, you know actually get to watch a game and not have to worry about how bad I'm losing in fantasy and, and all that. So uh, that's going to be exciting uh, to watch the Texans this Saturday. Uh, who wants to go next? I'm free-balling tonight, boys. We're doing whatever. Go ahead, let's... Taylor. I'm
2: yeah, I kind of roll. Back-to-back. Yeah, mine kind of just rolls into that, and just it, it was best thing. Just it was it was a cool fantasy football year, and we may say this after every year. Yes, sir, Anthony. We may say it after every year because it's just the fresh emotions. But I feel like the intensity on some of the weeks this year was unmatched, and maybe I'm speaking for myself. Especially coming down to that little three-team playoff we had two weeks ago, but just everything. It was a fun intense year. Even you and Charlie last week. It was fun just watching you two sweat it out. Just it was very competitive. It
1: was a good time. I think there were fluctuations more so this year than I've seen and like especially team wise. Like some people's teams being hot, getting cold, going on runs, you know. Look at me yeah. they're up. One week they're way down. One week they're way up. Like I I I you know we always say at the end of the year fantasy is random, but this year it was like, it was some, there were some very like, like it was NFL like with everybody being just kind of mediocre, but having like the potential to go on huge runs with some of the injuries and like people coming off IR. It was, it was a wild season. I agree.
0: Yeah. Uh, this was probably one of the first, at least one of the first in a very long time where the number one seed actually went through the playoffs and won the whole thing. Um, we haven't had that in a while.
2: What? Yeah, that's funny to say it, that. It's, and, uh, there's only two. It's, it's him did. and Henson. There's Matt and Henson.
0: That have been number one seeds and won the whole thing.
2: Yeah, Henson hey, Henson did it against me, I think, two years ago.
0: Yeah. No, not two years ago. Two years ago, it
2: There have been two or three. I think it was up at the farm. Was three. Yeah, but there's only two farm. out of all of those years. We've had two number one seeds win. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's why we always wanted – yeah, we always want to choose against them because it just doesn't happen. But Matt's team was just too damn dominant. I'm, I'm amazed that you all picked against him two weeks in a row. That team was just too damn dominant. You know,
1: match-ups and everything, but then You know, you're hoping. You're hoping. Off,
2: that's
0: and, – and, and then, of course, what, at the last minute, uh, what, Keenan Allen doesn't play. Mostert doesn't play. So who's he replacing with? James Conner and George Pickens. And they both go – like, there's just – the, oh, was, and they're just going to go off. It was destined. You know,
1: the Cardinals against the damn Rams. No big no. deal. Or not the, not not the Rams, the, the Niners. Niners. Oh, against, Philly.
0: It was against the Eagles. Sorry. Gave the Niners. Oh, no, yeah, no, that
2: game. Yes. Yeah, that was crazy. Dude, that was wild.
0: Uh, for warning yeah. to everybody, uh, we are going completely off the rails tonight. No timetable. Oh, uh, yeah, we got no, no notes. Nothing. Um, nothing. And we started this thing at, like, 10 <laughs> o'clock at night, so just – put y'all in our state of mind um, yeah don't that's, bear that's with us you're, but you're gonna yeah you're gonna you're gonna make it all the way to the end uh there might be a surprise yeah. for you waiting at the end
1: maybe who knows yeah, um anyway Murph,
0: what you got for for i don't know worst well, thing best thing i oh, <laughs> i've like really
1: been trying I've, I've been trying to do something outside of my own personal like joy these last two weeks but the fantasy season has not paid off for me these last two weeks i mean Except for beating Cody for third place, but that doesn't really count. But the Ravens are back on their bullshit. They're dominating like the best teams in the league like no other team in NFL history has done. They look like 2019. Lamar is winning the MVP, playing more efficiently than then in a new offense that he's in for the first year. Comes out, gets the Jackson 5 against Miami. I'm loving it. Avenges the fourth quarter loss from last year. But, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, like, how much higher I could ride as a Ravens fan than coming out and beating the best team in the NFC, one of your main competitors in the AFC, in back-to-back weeks when people, like, I mean, and me included, like, I didn't think we were going to win. I, I was hoping we'd win three of these last four games against uh, San Frans- or the Jaguars, San Francisco, and then the Steelers. I was like, there's, I mean, that's, that's as tough as it gets, especially this year, but it has been awesome. I love that Lamar's going to win his second MVP. I feel better about this team than I did in 2019. And uh, so I can't think about anything else, and that's my best thing. But in 2019, they again were the number one seed, came in, got the bye week, and lost to Tennessee. So that is my worst thing this whole rest versus rust debate and i they are sitting lamar now against uh the steelers i kind of hope they'd play him for like a quarter or a series like a preseason game just to kind of keep him engaged and the offense engaged all week in practice but i do trust this team more than i did and i uh yeah, but I am. I'm worried. My worry is, if any of y'all know my sports fandom, I'm a worried guy, and I'm my worry. My anxiety is peaked already. I feel like it's a Super Bowl or the Super Bowl already, and I got two weeks to wait until Ravens play again for real. So it's it. That's my worst thing as well.
0: Yeah. Well, you've got. Um, don't they do the? If the oh, was, not well, to mention Joe had...
1: Flacco with oh, a with yeah. the best defense in the league waiting in the wings.
0: Doesn't the number one seed get a bye week too?
1: Yeah. So So we we get get, this week against the Steelers. They can sit like six starters and then the bye week. So two weeks and then they play. It's probably going to be the Browns. And it's going to be, oh, fucking scary. Yeah,
0: well, um, we'll see that. The Browns, Ravens, that'd be a good one. Uh, I know Murph and I were talking before the podcast of like who the scarier AFC teams are outside of just Baltimore. And uh, I think we, we landed on the – honestly, the Bills are probably the scariest team that I think are going to be in the, in the AFC playoffs.
1: They have. A good I'm defense. assuming we all – I mean, I know you do, but we're all – Taylor, you agree that Baltimore is the clear scary team in the AFC, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. Grim Reaper Mahomes, like I told Anthony, is looming, but he thinks the Bills – so I see, do I think don't is,
2: I would go Bill. Chiefs don't look like the Chiefs of old. That's no, still true. hard to get adjusted to it. But they're they're not the same team
1: as like the last five years. It's gross. Mate, I don't know. Maybe I'm a World War Two vet, like shell shocks from Brady. But I I don't know. I think Mahomes can do it whenever he's on the field. I'm more scared of Mahomes than I am Josh Allen. Like I'm sorry, well, the yeah, Bills. The resurgent Bills, nor the Tua Iowa led Dolphins, scare me. I'm more scared of Joe Flacco leading that ferocious defense into Baltimore. Yep. Like, he's got the hopes and joys of his sweet family on his shoulders. Comes in there and just... I'm scared. I'm scared. All the, all the whites in Baltimore are going to be secretly pulling for Joe Flacco, and it's going to break my heart.
0: Well, I mean, that... Murph did ask me a question before the podcast, and I'll ask it to you, Taylor. Out of the Dolphins, the Chiefs, or the Bills, who do you think is the scariest AFC team? The, the, it, the Dolphins, to, the Chiefs, or the Bills?
2: To Murph's point, like I, I want to say the Chiefs. The Chiefs sound scary. It still feels like they could turn it on at any point and win. But we just haven't seen it, so I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna go Bills.
0: Yeah, I, I think Bills over Dolphins, um, because I think their defense can, can show up and, and defense in the playoffs is what helps you get to the big to the big dance. You know, um, I don't think the Jaguars will do anything. Um, how if about, they how make about it, the a, how about the AFC South? Just for a second, you got all three teams nine and seven: Jaguars, Colts, Texans. Right now, Texans are outside looking in. They win against the Colts. They're in, but any three of these teams could be division winners, the sixth seed, the seven seed, or completely out of the playoffs. Every, all three of those teams have those scenarios. In you uh, know, or, uh, in, in, and that's that's crazy. To think, I about. think
1: it's Kirkland, AFC North. <laughs> it's like <laughs> like you got the you got the first some good down – the first round draft pick, Heisman Trophy guy, and Lawrence and Lamar, and then the up and coming guy who looks like he is just an ice cold blood in his veins, and C.J. Stroud, Joe Burrow, and I think I feel like the Titans are like kind of that Steelers, like they've got a guy, they've got like two guys they think might be able to work, but they don't, they don't work, and then you know the Minshew. V. Uh, Minshew yeah, v. The, Joe the Flacco, old, the old, uh, old backup, <laughs> with a great with the team. with probably the best defense. I mean, either them or the Texans. I th- the Colts or the Texans. I think have the best defense in the uh, AFC South.
0: I agree with that. I think the Colts might have a little bit better of a defense, but Texans' well, defense have showed the up. The Texans is younger, and when yeah. they're
1: playing on their game, though, they look good.
0: Yeah. So anyway, that's that's fun, but to be honest, and as a Texans fan. None of those three teams are are going to do, any, or two of those three teams, whichever two make the playoffs, aren't going to do anything. Um, I think no. against the Ravens as number one. So yeah, I think it really does come down to the to the Bills. Um, and yeah, I just don't think the Chiefs and are, are the Chiefs, and that could come back. Yeah, to Biden I don't want to
1: sound too because comp- all those teams, in my opinion, can beat the Ravens like. I think it's like at best twenty eighty percent like Ravens, maybe with like the I think they showed something against the Dolphins. Like they can just they they just have they're ready to play fo- better football than the Dolphins are right now, I think. Yeah. But like Josh Allen and the Browns defense and then I still put Mahomes in that like ver like he's that variable that makes it like sixty forty, like all those teams, I mean it's the NFL it's one game and the Ravens I mean I'll admit like they they blow games they blew a lead against the Colts this year they lost to the Steelers this year like it is I mean they they can it's not out of there they lost to the Browns this year I know they can do it so
0: yeah well that's a good that's that's what makes football fun is is you never know what's going to happen um yeah. and and not to derail us too much but um, that Monday night, fully... Monday night against uh, or the those college football playoff games on Monday, oh, those fuck were off. some those were that some was no, good look, football. Look, look, look! look. I it didn't was even good think football. that that game was going to come that close. And no, the, the Longhorns were given every opportunity. Texas were trying
1: to, to get it game. in gear the whole game. They got it in gear for one drive, and they almost won. I. I hope Washington wins, and I think Michael Penix. He is. A I baller, get why people are drafting Caleb Williams ahead of him, but dude, I
0: don't know, man. I every single pass that kid threw was just right it, where it needed to be. Every single defenders pass.
1: were close to receivers. I know those are NFL receivers, but Texas didn't have bad coverage. That dude was putting it on the he, money. He
0: was he was accurate? As any quarterback I've seen throw the ball, that was insane. Where he could Dude. throw, he he made like maybe one or two mistakes throwing the ball. Um, looked
1: like Joe Burrow out there it was, it, to me, or C.J. Stroud yeah. is who I thought. I it, to me it looked like, and not C.J. Stroud at Oklahoma at uh, Ohio State. C.J. Stroud like this year. That's yeah. who he, he just he standing looked, in there.
0: He looked good, but but the way that game ended, I I I I questioned the call when they got down to the twelve. And there was, like, what, like 10 seconds left in the game? And they threw that yeah. short pass at the at the line of scrimmage. Um, I, I don't know what that play call was. And it took too much time off the clock, and then they only had one chance to throw it to the end zone. That made no sense to me.
1: I've heard Sark talk about it since then. And I was hypercritical, too, right after. And I And he is, like, a play-calling guru, and I get it. But you're talking about – they had – fifteen seconds at tops for three plays, like you can't get tackled in bounds at all, and it's it's just and and we don't know what the play calls were, and Quinn took the three safest throws, and one of them if the d b hadn't made a great play should have been completed and it was one that uh oh boy, that's gonna be playing on Sundays and probably on one of our fantasy teams caught earlier in the game, Mitchell, oh yeah. Yeah, so I mean it. I I don't feel as bad about that play calling as I do about the play that lost Alabama against Michigan. Like, like running. I don't know if it was a RPO or what, but the snap was bad. But it looked like they were just going to run that quarterback straight into the line from like four yards out. Three.
0: That made zero sense. I. At first, Against a thought, defensive
1: line that's been whooping them.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was a bad snap from the center, so he had to improvise and run up the up the middle. And then I watched it again. I nope that that was just the play call, and that was yeah. terrible. <laughs> How are they you? They ran a little trap down, and you're trying to just run straight up the gut from the where were they the seven or eight yard line. Yeah, I mean they weren't even close enough to run a quarterback sneak in the end zone. That made no sense whatsoever. No, Uh, that was I mean I'm I'm happy trying to take the ball out of his quarterback's hands. Essentially, I'm happy
1: Alabama lost for sure. Yeah, but not the championship
0: game we thought we were going to get. But it still should be a good one come Monday.
1: Dude, I I don't know. Somebody said I was listening to some a bunch of stuff today. So everybody's talking about the draft already, and uh, they think. JJ McCarthy is like rising his draft stock. I didn't see anything that puts uh-huh. him over any of Daniels from LSU. Yep. Definitely not Penix. I I've heard Drake May from North Carolina has been falling, but and then Caleb Williams is still that guy. Everybody thinks he's the second coming of Mahomes. So yeah, I don't
0: um, know. I, I didn't see it that much, but
1: Penix is my is my at very least number two because that guy's yeah he, he after was, ooh, yeah i i want to see what he does against he michigan injury, but i'm putting my money on washington
0: he had some some injury concerns um i think he's, they said he started at indiana transferred yeah. after some some pretty big injuries so um the nfl teams might see that and his stock might dr- just drop because of that but man after that that game uh against texas it was that kid looked Dude. so good um and, should we should oh, we get into uh, some to some actual fantasy football actual fantasy football does uh does anybody object are we moving on or did i miss something
2: oh are you done uh, my uh fantasy football worst thing or are we skipping oh, that
0: oh, oh sorry i didn't see it
2: because I, I i'm oh, hot yeah. on that
0: okay go for it oh yeah
2: yes yeah. so everybody knows go everybody should know sean he has, a, he has a league i've been doing with his like parents and cousins and stuff but they do a whole different format. So 12 teams, four playoff teams, but each round is two weeks. I do kind of enjoy that because mm-hmm. it kind of helps. The better the better team should come out two weeks in a row. But with that bullshit, it rolls into a big team. But they, if they would just start it one week before. But okay, here's my team. Yes. Starts with McCaffrey, best player in the league. Benched. My best player. Gone. I have. Stafford Rams benched lose my quarterback. I don't have a backup quarterback I have Kyron Williams Rams running back benched. So that is my top three players right there gone I'm gonna get my ass kicked. I'm gonna be out $500 because of this stupid Format issue. I think it's retarded and I am proud of how we run it because this is has me livid There's nobody for me to grab
0: Yeah, yeah um... and. I've, I've seen you know what? One of the our leagues do to ahead, league then. championships, like the championship yeah, I do one and then two, yes. yeah. So like you yes. one up to the championship and then it's two. But if you're gonna do it, which I mean, if people want to do it, that's fine. You know, like if that's something people want to bring into our league, that's fine. We can vote on it. But there ain't gonna be no week 18 fantasy. There's, yeah, there's, you
2: shouldn't have no. any football.
0: No,
1: no, it's, it's, no, it's no. You know what the goal in fantasy is, like when you get down to it? You draft players on good teams. You know what good teams do? They lock up fucking Mm -hmm. their their season before week 18. Yeah, That's what's true. I feel like I'm punished for having
2: the better players because they're on the good teams that aren't playing.
1: No, sorry. We lose one week of regular season if we want to have double weeks. That's the way it goes. And I... I, yes. Do you get more randomness from a shorter regular season? Yes. But the people that make the playoffs, you usually get the better team that wins.
0: Yeah. I still like, um, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or before we started recording, but how I, I heard about leagues that do, you, you basically have two matchups each week. Yes. So there, you, you have your head-to-head matchup and then you're also playing against the media the whole league you're playing against the whole oh. league so like the top 6 teams that score the most points the top 6 they get a win and then if you win your head to head you get a win so you could potentially go 2 and 0 each week or you could go 0 and 2 or you could go 1 and 1 but then that just kind of
1: like I can I, evens I don't even want to talk the, about this stuff that you, I know, like that. you know how upset I'm going to be if we institute some of this shit and we don't institute something that <laughs> and makes the Corbin very mad? best part about it is that you can do it with one Yes, Head-to-head, head
2: and you get, you get your head-to-head head you randomness. i computer. <laughs> See, I do like that idea better than two quarters. But head-to-head head randomness, so you still have that fun, but you also have the sorting of the better and worse teams, so your better team so should move so on, it's, so. It's, yeah. If you, yeah, best of both I'll worlds.
0: Against the best team of the week, and I'll institute
2: head double head, week right, right now.
0: <laughs> as long we'll as we'll
1: have to bring that up for next year. Yeah, we'll have to bring that up. No, I all don't all have to. Or, no or, kicker. I like that rule, or no but that's how I, I no like kicker. to Are run we things. We talking about no
0: kicker? What's no kicker? <laughs> we gotta get get rid of a kicker at a quarterback. I'm on board, Murph. Get rid of the kicker at <laughs> okay, a. Okay, Anthony. No, get
1: this. So super flex. It's not two quarterbacks.
0: Fine, super flex. And get rid of the kicker.
1: but No, I'm in a league where kickers are still there, but everything under 40 yards is only one point. So extra points, field goals under 40 yards are only one point. 40-yard field goals are two. 50-yard field goals are three. 60-yarders are four. So the randomness is toned down, but you still have that spirit. Of fantasy football, that randomness of fantasy football. You know what I hate about
0: kickers, though, is when the teams line up, especially now, they line up at the end of the half or whatever to an attempt of 57 or 59 or 63-yard field goal. And they know there's probably not a chance in hell the kicker they have is going to make it. But guess whose team he's on? Mine. And he misses the freaking kick by ten yards and I lose two points because of that shit. Oh that's we do need sucks. to get sleeper
1: on the score. They need to designate yardage like missed yardage field goals. Like anything that's missed over fifty doesn't count. Anything forty to thirty is negative one. Thirty to yeah, ten yeah, is fun, uh is negative <laughs> I two. I think that's fair.
0: Uh, or, or do a... Uh, Holy
1: you know, a shit, point. I'm getting agreed with. Watch point out. For, <laughs> <cut it off. laughs>
0: if you line up for a kick, you get a point. And then if they miss it, take that point away. But at least... <laughs> hey. No. Uh, I'm I, a point I for first all, down guy, so... I am all for get rid of kicker, add super flex. I will go super flex route if we get rid of kicker. 100%. Didn't take us long to brain.
1: digress, did it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know my hot button, okay? You know it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um anyway. We've even
1: touched my hot button and I got hot.
0: <laughs> let's jump into um let's jump into our, our championship and uh sticker bowl bitch uh matchups. Uh so unfortunately, let's go ahead and start with the championship. Um so we had Commissioners Pet demolishing Futt Buckerson one fifty eighty eight to one oh seven point one eight it was the season of a, of a lifetime for Matt. He had all the right players at all the right times. Uh, I'm going to run through his team. Jalen Hurts, the number two quarterback on the season. Pollard, probably his one down spot, the number 18 running back on the season. But then he played James Conner, who is 25 on the season, but that's because he was hurt most of the time. Other than that, he had Raheem Mostert, who was number two running back on the season. So, number two quarterback, number two running back. Wide receivers, CeeDee Lamb, who is the number one overall wide receiver. And I'm going to go with his regular, Keenan Allen, who even after injuries was number eight overall wide receiver. Um, he played George Pickens in the final, who was the number 20 wide receiver, but has gone off the last two weeks. Damn, I didn't know Pickens was that high. 33. Oh, yeah. yeah. Top 20. Top Huge
1: three huge games, four huge games.
0: Um, his tight end spot was you know iffy throughout the season, but he picks up Kincaid off of free agents or off free agency. He's the number fifteen tight end, not great, but got him through some some good weeks while Dar- uh, Dallas Goddard was out. Dallas, but Goddard comes back and scores thirteen points in week seventeen against Arizona. Um, Jesus he didn't Christ. have a single. He had Tony Pollard was the only player who scored single digits in his uh, on his team for championship week. Um, and then not to mention he had Ken Walker the whole time, number 20 running back, even after injuries, scoring 15 points last week. His team was dominant from week one on. He went a total of 12-2, and two, only lost two times. Congratulations, I hope, uh,
1: hope it makes him happy to have to make uh, Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma sooner his uh, MVP, Ceedee sure. Lamb.
0: Oh, yeah, he might have to, huh? Well, there you go, Mississippi. Um, on the other side, it was a great season, a great, a great playoff run for Corbin, who ends the regular season, I think, at six and eight. Okay, so he was the number six seed coming hey, into the playoffs.
1: Cinderella story.
0: It it was, and he was, you know, one good week away or one bad week from Matt away. From taking it. Matt had actually scored less points than Corbin the previous two weeks. So it wasn't out of the question that Corbin could have pulled it off. But Matthew Stafford scored 15 points. Um, Bijan, probably yeah. a disappointment. It took him in the first round. He was running back 12 on the year. Didn't feel like it. And I bet you if you ask Corbin, he'll say the same thing. It, it didn't feel like Bijan was a number one runner.
1: Get Arthur Smith on the first thing out of town smoking. Yeah, Get him out of there! I
0: swear, if they fire him and then Kyle Pitts becomes amazing, I <laughs> lose my freaking mind. Um. Anyway, he was smart. Played Zamir White um, against Indy, scored 13 points, but he had Josh Jacobs the whole year, who was number 23. Dealt with some injuries, um, had some up and down weeks, so a little rough spot there in the running backs with the number 12 and the number 20 running back. Um, Really led by his wide receivers all year. Debo Samuel, the number nine wide receiver. Also dealt with injuries, so that's a great ranking for him. And then um, Mike Evans, potential Texans quarterback next year. Number four wide receiver. Wide receiver? What did I say, running back? You said quarterback. I said quarterback. Oh, no, that's not what I want. I was like, dang, <laughs> does he play quarterback? Yeah. And <laughs> passes from Texans quarterback next year? And uh, I'm
1: sorry, he's he's going to play for the Ravens, so I don't yeah. know how he's going to do that.
0: Y'all can pay him. It's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll be all right, I think. Um, but Mike Evans, number four. Yeah, wide you had Nico. On the you season. don't need a big guy. And Tank. Tank will be back. Um, And then, uh, speaking of Nico, mm. he also had Nico Collins. And even after dealing with injury, Nico was the number 14 wide receiver on the season. Um, that's a that's a pretty great run. That was um, a free agent pause, pick That yeah, was a free
1: agent pick. Up. Pause. I asked Corbin this on a Sunday. So who do y'all think gets drafted first next year, Nico or Tank Dell? Oh, fantasy wise, Nico.
0: Depends on yeah, what they do but, in the offseason.
1: season. That's what Corbin said, Nico. Yeah,
0: I I would say there's too much doubt. I think the injury, like Tank's injury, or draft someone. Yeah, I think tanks. I,
1: I think you bring in a veteran, y'all. Play, I think you play it like the Ravens have. Yeah, they probably would Maybe we have the cap room. Maybe you need a Debo guy to replace like Bobby Trees. Yeah. But I think you've got your speed guy, you've got your big guy, you need like your gadget guy. Yeah, that's true. Maybe a really good tight. Uh, it's a really good tight end draft.
0: But if it were just but the the rosters are what they are right now. I think Nico. Gets drafted for yeah.
1: fantasy. Say they're both, they were both going to be health, healthy week one. You still think it's Nico?
2: I do. Oh, yeah. One's one your one's your home run hitter and one's your yeah, tank, more steady option. Tank is,
0: tank is boom. Um,
1: I believe he's. If he, you look at the weeks they were both healthy, let's see who scored more touchdowns. That's true.
0: He tank was like, uh, uh, oh, I can't remember. Speaking as somebody with anymore.
1: tank on their team. Yeah. Full disclosure.
0: Tank was like, uh, uh, shoot, what was the dang wide receiver's name uh, when when Deshaun was in Houston, and he was the deep ball home run. Oh, uh, Will Fuller? Will Fuller. Tank was like Will Fuller to C.J. Stroud. But contested catch there, Will was,
1: Fuller, though.
0: He was going after Tank a lot, um, and that showed. So it, it, we could see, but there's a lot of potential for injury with Tank because of his size. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, especially but, when you put him into block on the goal line. Yeah, true.
0: Anyway, uh, 107 points from, from Corbin in the championship game. Uh, respectable total, but it just didn't compare to Matt's 150. Congratulations, Matt. Worst to first, second year in a row. Let's hope that trend continues because now we're talking <laughs> sticker, bitch.
1: Also, a good call on Washington, but how about Bama going all the way wrong? <laughs> Who said that? Oh, Corbin? Matt, I text oh, Matt. Matt outside after uh, after he won, he beat me, and asked oh, him about what his thoughts on college were.
0: He thought out, he thought Bama was going all the way. He
1: right. thought Bama. He thought nobody was beating Bama, but he called he called a uh, Washington beating Texas. I just I hadn't watched Penix. If I'd watched Penix, I feel like I'd have known.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I never watched him. I hadn't watched him before uh, Monday either. Um, all right, let's get into the sticker bitch matchup. Uh, do one of y'all want to take this because? I'll give I, a full breakdown of emotion Go for it, Taylor.
2: Um, no, I was going to say, I don't want to. I want Anthony to suffer through it.
0: Okay. Oh,
1: that's not <laughs> a bad uh, idea. Alpha
0: ass took down dad chokes 117 to 93. Um, Drew, led by uh, none other than Isaiah Pacheco, the one and only guy who I could not have afforded to score 26 points, scores 26 points um other than that Amon raw on when was that saturday night against denver or dallas when he was he had nothing the whole game he was like 10 11 9 10 11 points the whole fucking game and then the last fucking drive of the game they throw it to him the whole time and of course he scores the touchdown he goes from like 10 11 points to 19 in a blink of an eye uh so thanks for that um and then uh, who else? And Joku on Thursday night against the Jets, putting up 14 and dashing my hopes early. Um, so I was already kind of feeling bummed. Um, and then here we go. I got Derrick Henry <laughs> scoring four points and Javante Williams scoring seven. So after the noon game, when Derrick Henry only scores four, and um, I think yeah, the Raiders D for him only scores two, I'm 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 in this game, okay? Because I had you know. McCaffrey only scored 11. That sucked because he got hurt and then he didn't play anymore. But of course, at the at the beginning of the noon games, I watched Tyler Algier catch a 75-yard touchdown pass, and I, he's sitting on my bench, and I'm sitting going, "I've made every <laughs> wrong decision." Like Murph, you will uh, you will get a kick out of this. I was literally looking at the free agent list, okay, De- debating on who I wanted to drop and pick up for just. I don't know, just home run shots, I guess. And I literally looked at what's the, uh, what's the running back, the backup running back in uh, Baltimore that had, that had the, the good game last past week. Justice Hill. That one. I sat there and hovered my finger over his name and thought he might be a good one to uh. add. I could just – I'll go for the home run, you know. Who knows? Yeah. And I didn't do it. So I watched him score. I watched Tyler Algier, who I had in my lineup for a very <laughs> short time. I had him in my lineup. Um, and then I took him out. Thankfully, I took him out for Khalil Herbert, who ends up scoring. I don't even know how he got to 19. It was like last play of the game. He scores a touchdown or something. It was wild. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. Um, Calvin Ridley, that was awesome. And um, and then I put Shahid in at my flex to be like, boom bust like he could either score 20 or score two so like I knew what I was getting out of him so yeah I'm sitting here thinking okay Khalil Herbert bailed me out a little bit I'm doing all right I'm going in I'm pretty neck and neck with Drew going into the 325 games I have Mahomes and Higgins and Gerald Everett left and he's got Metcalf and Pacheco and I think it's kicker so I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling all right. You know, this the, the good things could happen here.
2: Sorry. I just realized that your quarterback was throwing to his running back. Sorry.
0: The whole game? The whole game. That's all he was throwing. At one point I was watching this game, and they were on the goal line, and I said, okay, throw it to anybody but Pacheco. He throws it to the back of the end zone to Pacheco. Like the next second. That's what happened. Not to mention, I watched Baker Mayfield in the noon game have like two or three, maybe four points the entire game. And then the, the like last two or three drives of the game, when they get close to, to tying it up, he score, goes out and scores 18 points. And my quarterback scores 12. And his name is Patrick Mahomes.
2: That's gross.
0: Yeah. Never drafting a quarterback early again.
2: That was the first QB that off the board, was. right?
0: It was second round. Into the second round. Ew. Yeah. Never That's why it. you sucked. There were a lot no. of reasons why I sucked.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, I know. Well, oh, you can continue because you had
0: Higgins get hurt and some other stuff. Yeah, right? Higgins, Higgins got hurt. Derail the you. Game and, uh, of course, he was out. Only scored two points. Um, Mahomes putting up a... Measly twelve points against Cincy, um, and then Gerald Everett. I mean, he scored more than his projected, so I couldn't ask him to do any more. But hey, how
2: about that kicker you got there, though?
0: Yeah, they they uh, they kept gave you a in, chance. They kept me in the game. My kicker and my defense. I finally made a good kicker defense pickup, and it meant absolutely <laughs> nothing
2: in a <the> shipl. <laughs>
0: So uh, you're just hoping that last to first trend continues for three years in a row.
2: Um, oh, yeah. Speaking of last place, did you like the, the dumpster and the flies? I changed that I don't know if you appreciated that on the the graphic on Sleeper. Oh, you did I that? I, was, I did. that was pretty funny.
0: Oh, yeah. And it says you suck at fantasy sports. Oh, that's real nice. <laughs>
2: uh, I enjoyed it as I did it.
0: Yeah, I bet you did. Can we stop talking about this game now? <laughs> is there anybody yeah. else that wants to, to chime in, or are we just going to listen to you cry for yeah. a
2: little bit? Well, keep keep crying with the regular season
1: standings. <laughs> Before yes. we uh, – sorry, this is something I should have handled pre-pod, but how are we doing payouts for the uh, best ball? No, oh, it winner take it. all? It's winner take all. Yeah. Winner take all. Okay, yeah, was, cool, cool. cool. That's what I thought
0: before we started.
1: Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. Yeah.
2: -10. dollars I was just family. looking
1: at it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, Taylor. Congrats. Thanks, man. alert. Oh, I, really. I,
2: I did something spoiler right this spoiler season.
0: Alert. Yeah. Um all right, let's read our regular or our our final standings review after playoffs. These are after playoffs. I hate May- the
2: final standings.
1: <laughs> Why? Cause Not I take when you shit. care about your winning percentage. I'm like, yeah, like care. Baby. I'm trying to get. Well, out when of the I game. do the
2: winning percentage, I don't do it on the playoffs. It's on the regular season standings. Because like I didn't even play. I didn't even play a game this week. So you can't go on these for you percentages. Sure you did
0: play a game this week?
2: No, one no, I didn't games, have an opponent. So you
0: didn't. That's right. You
2: did Well, so yes, these are cool for the winners in your last place. But everybody from fucking oh, third yeah. to tenth don't give a shit. Shut up. All right, anyway, so proceed.
1: Number one. But listen, when I look at all my finishes for my record, <laughs> hey, no notes, baby. No
0: notes. <laughs> Fucking flying off the rails. All right. Number one in the final standings, Commissioner's Pet. Congrats, Matt. Number two, Foot Bunderson. Number three, <clears throat> Murphy's Law. Number four, Hard R. Number five, Little Dan. Number six, Chase is on the case. Number seven, The Strictator. Number eight, This Team Has Downs. Number nine, I Despise Fantasy Sports. Number ten, Repent Offenders. Number eleven, Out the Ass. And number twelve, Dad
2: Chokes. (laughs) See. What I was going to say earlier, because I thought we were doing just the the regular final standings, was I wanted to give Chase a shout-out, because I remember us shitting on his teams on best ball and this league, because he was like 1-3 and three in both. And that motherfucker went from, I think it ended up being, he was on a five-game win streak.
0: I think he was, what, four-seed?
2: Yeah, he was three-seed, so five-game, he was three-and-six, and he worked his way up to eight-and-six in the season, so...
1: Kudos, Chase. Straight out the mud. Yeah. Nice. Um, all right.
0: And then last one, our predictions record. This is just for, for us. Um, Murph, you and I both went one and one last week. I don't know why I have three and one in here, but one and one. And that brought your total up to 51 and 31 for the year. Congrats to you, sir. Um,
1: no big deal. 20 games over 500.
0: Taylor, you went and0 picking Matt um, you ended 48 and 34 and uh, <laughs> I went one and one and finished 41 and 41 so you know what not next, hey. hey
2: but but this is huge for I guess me and you Murph Anthony not so much I did go back to last year's podcast and I I found I guess it wasn't the championship it was the one before the best record last year was mine at 34 and 28. We sucked last year. Murph, you were thirty two and thirty and then Anthony No Anthony's thirty two and thirty. Murphy were thirty one and thirty one. Again, this yeah, is like one I week like, early. I yeah. Thought thought but look how far look how far you and I have come, Murph.
0: Twenty games for Murph and what's that? Uh, Should be 14, 14 games for you.
2: Yeah, I'm three games behind. Yeah.
0: yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And then I like, just y'all you close know. y'all closed, yeah, y'all closed the
2: gap though. You use the
0: word "y'all" very.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't 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 loop me with Anthony. Him. I feel like you were ten games under five hundred for a second there, or the equivalent. So wild
0: card. Um, all right, that's going to bring us to what I think is an absolutely fantastic sponsor for this episode. I am going to forewarn all of you this this is our last episode of this of the regular season. We might have some off season episodes, but this is our last. Episode of the regular season. So um, this ad is just a little bit on the longer side, um, but we hope you enjoy it. Here, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. The fantasy football season is over, and it's time to fill that fake football void with another hobby. Maybe you want to sew yourself a new sweater, put together that ant farm, or finally start that polka band. It's the off-season, so it's your time to relax. But the best way to relax heading out on the water alone to cast a line. Yes, there's no better feeling than being completely secluded and only having yourself to keep you occupied. But nothing ruins that good feeling more than realizing you aren't prepared for the day's activities. That's why you have to stop at Chase's Masturbate and Tackle Shop. Over at Chase's Masturbate and Tackle Shop, they have everything you need for relaxing time on the water alone. Whether you're looking to fish for a more common variety, like trout or catfish, or looking for a more exotic trip, like lump sucker or slippery dick, Chase's Master Bait and Tackle Shop has everything you need. They don't call him the Master Baiter for nothing. But who is the man that's mastered his baiting skills?
2: Growing up, Chase was always spending time in his room, perfecting his craft. He would spend so many hours and sometimes days alone in there that our parents would start to worry. But all that hard work paid off in the long run.
0: That was Chase's older sister, giving us insight into how, even as a young man, Chase was always meant to be a master baiter. So next time you're looking for quality alone time on the water, be sure to stock up at Chase's master bait and tackle shop. He's got all the bait you could ever need. Lotion to help with those dry elbows. Rods and reels. Nets. Paper towels. For cleanup and Gatorade to help refuel you with electrolytes. And Chase's Master Bait and Tackle Shop is open all year round, only closing daily from 1 to 3 p.m. to handle personal matters. So when life's got you stressed and you want it to stop, you'll get everything you need at Chase's Master Bait and Tackle Shop. All right, and we're back. <laughs>
2: Uh, that's how uh, they do it in the biz.
0: That's that's a fantastic ad sponsor. So thank you to uh, Chase's Masturbate and Tackle Shop. Um, we hope all of you will uh, you know go visit their their business. What y'all think? I'm sure, he's about? gonna
1: hand that tradition down. Yes.
0: <laughs> fantastic. Um. All right. So. Let's, let's move on now um i think best best ad of the of the year though
2: like, hands, think, down. hands
1: hands down on that yeah. one yep
0: yeah. everybody's going between for that
1: place now. and uh, the you know trying to the political ad for no kickers yeah. Oh, yeah, i uh, i i missed her voice
0: I have, well i didn't because um, i hear it uh anyway uh taylor Take us in. This is this is this is your uh, your segment here. Um, once we get to the draft, I've got the draft pulled up from last year so we can go through it. Okay, yeah, I, I can, can do it on mine. i do it a little bit, but th- this one we're not going to have much of a script, so you just, yeah. you know, do your thing.
2: And y'all jump in here cuz it was really hard and I did it really quickly of trying to find these. Um, some of them are obvious, like some I was kind of Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did just did some of our biggest moves or most notable moves from the throughout the season. Um, starting with this was an obvious one. Our biggest waiver um, by far, Mister Brandon Murphy, paying eighty one dollars for one player. In what week? What week was that? Four? or Five? Oh, no. I it was early. Sorry, bro. It was boys, early. I don't,
1: I don't know how much these Gucci's cost. <laughs>
2: But okay, but looking back, Murph, was it was it worth the price with where you ended up? Because it was a good pick, but was he worth? Was he worth eighty percent of your? Where budget? my
1: team was at the time, I thought that I was about to I was about to get a Nick Chubb replacement. Like, well, like obviously uh, Kirkland Nick Chubb, you know. And I had, <laughs> I mean, at that point, Devontae and Stefan were going off, so I, yeah, I mean, and. It was. It probably would have been a lot worse pick. I'd feel way worse about it if James Cook hadn't ended the way he did. So definitely right. not worth it. But did I, it? I were, mean, there, were there there's, players there's not, after? No. No, say so were there I, like, players H-A-M, down the line that you wanted and couldn't get? Basically. Um, I would have that liked you would been, been able to be unlikely. I'd have liked to have been unlikely, but hell, I might have spent that on Dalton Kincaid. So true. I mean, honestly, the person I probably would have spent that money on was A. Chan, and he was the same as Jerome Ford, honestly. So yeah, he was drafted. That's I was say, he wasn't. Yeah, he Dan, was on a team. Chan took
0: him late in the draft. Oh, okay. And held on to him.
1: Yeah, yeah, he would have been uh, the only other damn. one.
0: But A. Chan would have been. A. Chan would have been before. I think, yeah, forward. I I
1: don't think because I needed running back, and he was. I thought he was going to be like. He was the bell cow that showed up. Like I
0: mean 18 or $81 for the number 15 overall running back who scored 11. Early on he was hot. 11.5 Yeah, points he had per game on average.
1: His first game and his second his first game I drafted him right after that and after that he had like a, a like 20 a or 30 game. Yeah. yeah, he had he had some big games early on. And then they got Kareem Hunt and he started stealing goal line touches.
0: Mm. That's right, or they got green. Also, did y'all
1: see the Ravens picked up Dalvin Cook today. No big deal. Ooh,
2: yeah, it really isn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it really. Moving <laughs> <isn't. laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> um, beyond biggest waiver, uh, did a couple for a uh, best pickup, and this one kind of blew my mind. As well, I guess we'll do number two first. Um, actually, we'll do number three. A shout out for Anthony um, oh who grabbed. God. Yeah, well, he didn't end up on your team, so it kind of Nolan and void. Uh, Kyron Williams. I think, what, you paid $13 for him? Let's see. I don't know. It takes a lot to look it up. I'm pretty I sure know. it's 13 uh, Some of these were harder because I didn't want to do it just fully based on injury, but you paid 13 It wasn't a bad deal, and he ended up being a badass on my team. 30. Yeah, I picked him up
0: for $13 on... The 13th of September. So that was yeah. pretty early on in the season.
2: Yeah, I tried to pick like season changing players. He was one of them. Yeah. Um, number two, I had actually Zach Moss for Cody. I didn't realize that he didn't pay anything for Zach Moss, which is pretty big. Um, I don't know what his ranking was, but we all know what he did. He carried Cody's team until JT got back at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, and this is where it blew my mind. Number one, best pickup. The number one tight end, LaPorta, who Josh grabbed as a free agent for $0. The number one tight end. That one, that was mind-blowing,
1: Yeah, I will never forgive myself this year for being a – who's the Green Bay guy? Uh, Everybody – I I was him over LaPorta. All the fantasy guys were between those two is who's going to be like the hot rookie – Oh, and shoot, dude, his name? I, can't remember I don't know, name. but he got hurt. It's bad if we can't
2: but, even remember it.
1: Yeah, he got hurt, and it's just like no. And he played well, but like Laporta, Laporta was like Kelsey. It was Jared Goff loves him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I that 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 in my opinion is maybe like one of the best pickups of the year. Yeah, I've been like seen, best values of the year draft. Or pick-up.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, for sure. To get a number yeah, one player. Get a number one player yeah, as a help. free agent. At a
1: value position, like a pivotal yeah. position. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's going to be a great keeper for him next year. Um, I haven't oh, seen, fuck, I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. I, haven't seen his, Shit. Uh, I haven't seen his roster, but I'm assuming he's going to – Laporta's going to be in the running <laughs> for the keeper.
1: you going to um, give sure. a third-round pick for Laporta? Because that's when he's going.
0: Is he going in the third?
1: I bet. People people will draft LaPorta, Kelsey in the first
2: as a number one tight end. Kelsey Why wouldn't not they going, take him? He's not I down think down Andrews. Andrew's oh, yeah, true. But That's what's changed. Andrews I mean, and he's Kelsey a number one. go in
1: the second, and then Hell LaPorta man. goes in the third. That's, yeah. See, I don't know.
2: If, I don't, yeah, I don't know. That would be a good debate.
0: It's going to be Except, all offseason. Yeah, tight true. ends. And, I mean, tight end didn't really change. You just added. And.
2: Hawkins Andrews is going to be he, Well, Andrews and Kelsey are fading likely. I feel like they're changing to the guard Fading Andrews, Andrews wasn't the same when he fading. was on the field He, I had him on my team He was not the same when he was on the field
1: Wait till he comes back for the Super Bowl, motherfucker <laughs> Yeah,
2: <laughs> Breaking your heart nerve That's why he's on Matt or Anthony's team Yeah,
0: I'm going to keep him too Because I ain't got nobody else on my shitty TV team
2: to <laughs> keep uh. Okay, moving on they so anyway, um, this one was kind of hard because I wasn't going through all the money. It was too complicated, but it, it rang rang my bell of worse spending, and naturally it has to be with Henson and all of his moves. But he did two moves in one week, and I remember calling us out in the podcast. Um, but he paid 22 dollars for Kenneth Gainwell and 15 dollars for Michael Thomas the same week. So it was that 37 dollars in one week for garbage. Um, I think within the next three weeks, they're both the off his team. Neither are top 50 in their position. So there were some other dumb spans. I think I paid 15 for a defense well, that was on buy, but that one was expensive. But I'm sitting, here. Oh, yeah, dumb,
0: but I'm sitting yeah. here going through each team on waivers and looking through what they're, they're – uh, Taylor adding – or $20 to add Deonta Foreman, which I think when you did, he scored a huge – butt-ton of points, but then he didn't really
2: do anything after that. Oh, yeah. Well, you got you to look at the snapshot of when yes, I it can. was. My no, I'm saying so you I should I mean, of when it was. When it was.
0: Uh, Josh's probably worst was paying $17 for Romeo Dobbs uh, dropping Antonio Gibson. That was at the beginning of the season, and then Dobbs kind of didn't do anything. Um, mine, didn't he get I, hurt? No, Watson No, got Watson hurt. got hurt because I had him on my team. Uh, mine was probably Zach Evans. I paid $16 for Zach Evans. Taylor, I'll give you a shiny I dollar that. bill if you can tell me who, what team Zach Evans plays for without looking it up.
2: Colts running back.
0: That is incorrect. He is the Rams. Damn, that is Rams, Williams. that's
2: what it was. I was trying to think back because I saw that one, but, but I, I, I paid moved on. $16 from it.
0: for him, and he scored a whopping like one point for the entire year.
2: So, there you but go. that was that was when they were deciding I who was going to see, and I don't acres, give a shit for that because in that moment you needed him. You didn't no, know who was going to get the ball, so I don't judge you on that one.
0: Well, we don't have time to go through it. I'm just looking through like what the most spent was uh, for each team, and then if it worked out or not. Like, yeah. uh, let's see. Drew paid fifteen dollars for um, Joshua Palmer. He's a number sixty seven wide receiver. He went
2: back and forth. I had Palmer. I think I traded him to Corbin for Stroud. He he made his way around the yeah. fucking league.
0: Um, I don't even know if Matt made any fucking moves. No, he didn't. Um, he didn't have to. Yeah, no. He added Noah Brown, dropped Will Levis, but I mean there's nothing really terrible for Matt, so good job on that. I'm not gonna go through everybody's team. That'll take forever. Even though I'm kinda already halfway done.
2: Yeah, hey, might as well, man. I'll make me a drink. You just okay. can keep
0: rolling. Charlie, Charlie made is this? Oh, this is all the waivers. Charlie made three waivers all year.
2: Are you shitting me?
0: He put in three waiver claims. He did some free agency moves, but he made three waiver claims, and the most he spent was thirteen dollars on Derek Carr.
2: <laughs> Wasn't that late in? The, when was that? Was that late that was in the season? Late,
0: yeah, that was week. Oh. It was in November. So,
2: he was just trying to—he was trying to spend some fabs so we didn't give him shit.
0: Um, you already went through Henson, so Cody. I mean, Cody had a lot. Let's see. Uh, he spent twenty dollars on Curtis Samuel. Dropped the Vikings. D. That's—that's hmm. that's the most amount of money Cody spent. Nope, he spent thirty dollars on Antonio Gibson. Gross. Well, that was this past week, and I don't blame him for that one.
2: Oh yeah, he was budget burning.
0: Yeah. Um Chase had 17 waivers. Let's see. This is not you, good podcasting. I'm not
2: doing that. Are you counting those or is it to give you a total? No, it gives me a total. Where the fuck do you see that? I'm on my app. I scrolled through all the damn. I just went through and just looked at every move. That was oh, apparently a waste I mean. of time.
0: Um yeah. Chase spent $17 on DeMarcado from the uh, from Arizona.
2: Oh, you're doing transactions.
0: Well, yeah. What else? What were you doing? Well, I was doing, team?
2: like, the league transactions. I should have just broke it down by team.
0: Oh, I'm just looking at it by team.
2: I made my uh, life easier. Murph.
0: Murph made – oh, Murph – oh, yeah. He only made six waiver moves, so that's because he spent $81 on <laughs> So, other than that, his highest one was Jake Ferguson. He spent 10 bucks. So, all of your waiver claims were pretty successful there, Murph. I would say. The ones you spent money on. No big deal. No big deal. That gets you third place. Um, Dan made four Yeah, those wins claims. don't count towards me. Dan made four waiver claims, the highest one being $8 for Rahid Shahid.
1: Mm. Gross.
0: That's, that's it for Dan. Um, and then our second place, our first place loser, um, Mr. Corbin, made 13 waiver claims. Let's see. $22 for Tyson Chandler. That worked out for him. Remember that one? Uh, it was twenty-six dollars for Nico Collins at the beginning of the season. Both of those worked out for him, so he didn't really make any bad waiver claims per se. Actually, what did, he spent twenty-two dollars on Tyson Chandler, or Ty Chandler. Then he dropped him like a week later. Then he spent fourteen dollars on him again. <laughs> okay. So
2: Not as cool now, but in
0: total he spent you know what thirty six dollars on on Ty Chandler. But...
2: look at uh, look at Drew's team because I don't think I went into him as one of the league's sluts. But Drew and David Najoku's relationship was pretty funny.
0: Oh God, I don't know if I have time to do that. Um, yeah, it was made, Drew made twenty six waiver claims. How many? Who who made the most?
2: Wasn't Charlie? Wasn't Matt?
0: Everyone with Charlie. Devin with Matt. Um, let's see. I'm going through. Yeah. As
2: you do that, I'll talk about Drews. Drew and David and Joku. I think he was only on Drews team throughout the whole season, and he was on and off Drews team like eight times. It would add him, drop him, add him, drop him, add him, drop him, add and and drop he,
0: him. And then he and then he ended with him, and he whooped my ass with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so this is pretty funny to think about. The two teams with the highest waiver claims, number two, yours truly, with 20, so mm. sticker bitch, 20 waiver claims, the number one,
2: please be handsome,
0: is Drew, oh. <laughs> with 26, that's just waiver claims, I don't know about like actual moves, I, I can't break that one down right now, so anyway, that would be fun to look at.